All right, in my last episode, we talked about what exactly ESS was, uh, early sports specialization. Uh, we talked about you know sports in general a little bit, uh, but who's specializing? Why are they specializing? Are there benefits? Right? Today, we want to look at some potential problems associated with ESS. If we look deeper into the issue of sports specialization, we find some concerning facts that come along with uh, prolonged use of athletic movements, along with other psychological and physiological effects from overtraining. Okay, ESS, like we said, it can happen for a number of reasons. Uh, most notably, I would say, is the uniqueness of the skill. Okay, um, and that's what a lot of coaches and players will tell you. Hey, they want uh, skill development. Specialization may be the way to go. However, it may also have some downfalls. Uh, the culture of ESS is happening in popular domestic sports. You know, we talked about uh, sports abroad, but it's happening in popular domestic sports as well. Take America's pastime baseball, right? Ogden finds young athletes are training 10 or more hours a week, doing lessons during the offseason and going to play for one or more t- uh, teams during the spring. You know, this isn't just happening at the high school level. These are kids that are as young as eight years old, okay, that, that, that are they're playing select ball at an ever-increasing rate, right? It used to be Little League. Now it's travel ball. What team can get you the, the ever-coveted exposure? And there's several problems um, that are involved here. Okay, You have a risk of injury. You have burnout. You have psychological impacts uh, from parents to child. Okay, If you look at baseball again, some of the risks involved in overuse, especially training too much at an early age. Brad Ferguson in 2014, he wrote in favor of ESS in the Journal of Canadian uh, Chiropractic Association, but he warned that educating athletes, parents, and coaches uh, was the key to prevent potential risks. Uh, those, like I said, overuse injuries, you know, not allowing adequate rest time between seasons. There's not a chance for cross-sport skill development. There's, you know, you also may not maintain your interest. That leads to burnout, social isolation, overdependence. Ferguson goes on to recognize that there are far fewer benefits, okay, um, then there would be risks. So your your risk to benefit ratio is not looking good. Uh, some of those benefits, he says, like we mentioned earlier, you know, gaining competitive edge, developing and honing skills faster, early talent recognition, and increased opportunities for scholarship. Um, but it's hard to assign causation to this. Ogden. In 2010, he found many players, 57% in his particular study, uh, did not spend their childhood training for baseball. Ogden's the one that talked about the number of players that would go on uh, to play and maintain their positions. Uh, He said 57% of the people in his study did not specialize. Okay, Um, It's a compelling argument uh, about the earlier one one starts, the more opportunities they have. However, elite athletes, true competitors, they are going to uh, perform at high levels regardless of when they start. Okay, And and in my interviews with coaches and players, they'll tell you the same thing. Um, And we'll bring that into some later episodes. Uh, An interesting interesting statistic shows the number of youth basketball players aged 6 to 17. There's over 6 million in the U.S., while only 15, almost 16,000 go on to play collegiate baseball, and a mere 440 play in the NBA, all right? Uh, when we talk about the sports abroad, only 0.14% of the 35,000 highly qualified Russian athletes training at sports schools, 
succeeded from entry-level selection to high-level sport mastery. So less than 1% of athletes that take part in ESS achieve mastery and go on to achieve athletic success, yet they assume all the risks. Bell, in 2018, he suggested that 20% of youth athletes cease sport participation altogether as a result of injury or fear of repeated injury. He goes on to state athletes that are categorized as highly specialized or at significant risk of overuse injury. The American Academy of Pediatrics in 2000, they also mentioned several risks, uh, musculoskeletal injury and growth, citing overuse injuries can be consequences of excessive sports training in both youth and adults. Um, it could uh, affect growth plates, growth disturbances, delays in sexual maturation, okay, and not to mention there's a psych, uh, you know, their, their psychological development, uh, you know, anxiety from training, competing in an early age can be harmful to the psychological development, often leading to burnout, heat stress. As young athletes, their bodies differ from, from adults uh, in their thermoregulatory responses, okay? The risk of injury, harmful psych- physiological effects, psychological, uh, physiological development and burnout create increasingly compelling case against ESS. However, there's another danger that is probably the most significant. We're talking about parents. Robert Carr in 2000 from Sporting Good Business, he talks about uh, children are encouraged to participate in sports at a level consistent with their abilities. Pushing them beyond their limits is discouraged uh, as is specializing in a single sport before adolescence. Um, You know, those who participate in a variety of sports and specialize only after reaching maturity tend to be more consistent performers, have fewer injuries, and adhere to sports play longer than those who specialize early. Okay, he he talks about, uh, Carr talks about, you know, the the issue of parent violence. He he mentions a Little League uh, issue, a game where there was a parent who broke an umpire's jaw over a call they didn't agree with. Can you imagine the psychological effect that has on the child? Okay, Um, many children develop psychological fear of their parents. So, why are we pushing? Why are so many children being forced, uh, you know, into specialization? Why is it so important? Is it the children's choice or is it the parents? All right. Uh, my next episode will make a case for multi-sport participation. We'll kind of come to the conclusion that that's probably going to be the way to go. All right. And we'll find out in, in other episodes um, from coaches and players. Many of them agree with that as well. Thanks for listening.